it would let off that exhaust and you could smell the cascade in the kitchen. It got very warm. Did it have like the little vents in the front? Yes. Ours had a little yep. vent in the front that yep. would let that out. Yeah. All right. I don't know what happened to that one, but it broke. His mom got the Maytag in 1993 or whatever, and then she got this one. It's the only one she's had. I have had... This is dishwasher number... Maytag, Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, Bosch 5. I know. I remember. I got this one. I paid for this one. I'm going to move this over here. If that's all right. <clears throat> all right. You ready to begin? Today is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020, and my husband is back again. Hi, husband. Hi, husband. Oh, my God. We have had one fuck-up of a day, haven't we? I yes. Swear. So, you might remember from our last podcast that we talked about um, the refrigerator uh, slowly dying. Well, it didn't die, but it did not stay very cold. It was... So we bought we bought um, a thermometer for refrigerators. Right, check out the temperature. Because I knew that things was, weren't going well there. It was so warmer than it's supposed to be. Over the weekend, it was getting dangerously close to sixty degrees. And this is last weekend. No, this past weekend. That was last weekend. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. So I said to my husband, husband. Husband, we need a new refrigerator. We cannot eat this food in this refrigerator. It is the second time because it was like at forty-eight degrees. Thrown or something like that. out food. It was fifty. Yeah, it was, it was fifty over fifty-five degrees in the refrigerator. That was forty-eight, but that's fine. No, it was not. No, it was not forty-eight. Anyway, it was warm. Cease and desist. But the freezer was keeping things really frozen, right? Yes, I saw the thermometer with my own two eyes. It was in the red zone. It was over 55 degrees. I agree. It was definitely in the red Trust zone. Me. Anyway. About 48. So what did we do? We bought a new refrigerator. We went to um, Brand Scarf, which is a local appliance store that we have bought individually and then together appliances Highly from for regarded. years. Yes, Highly I, regarded appliance store. And my parents bought from them, too, for at least, for me, 20 years, because... In 98, when I moved in, I bought a new refrigerator and a new stove and then a new dishwasher. Anyway. No, you didn't buy a new... Oh, no, your new stove was... was and that wasn't until 2006, actually. Yes. I didn't get that until 2000. Anyway, um, the point is, very reputable uh, appliance dealer. The refrigerator that was dying was from Brand Scarf. And we already had them come out twice. That no charge to us to check it out. And they told us two different things each time. Yeah. Anyway, we just decided we're not fucking with it anymore. We're going to just go back to Brand Scarf and buy a new refrigerator. Without fucking with the um, old one or complaining about it or whatever. Because the warranty on it is just about up anyway. But it hasn't died. That's the problem. It hasn't died. So it they, just didn't work. Right. So they would say, oh, you'll have to let us fix it. Well, we don't want to lose all that food again. Or get sick. Or get sick. Anyway, okay, so we bought, ended up buying a new refrigerator. We well, bought... So, wait, let's back up for a bit. So, okay. we had to make an appointment in the days of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to make an appointment, um, and because we could only be one of, what, 
four customers in the four store. total in the store because it's not a very so big we store. Had, so we ended up going there at five thirty in the afternoon on a Saturday, and we could only stay for an hour, which is fine. Um, how long does it take to buy a refrigerator? Oh, I think the the max you were there was thirty minutes max. Anyway, they had. I love I love a kitchen kitchens and appliances and whatever. So they have incredible appliances, and I am convinced that in the next phase of my of my life, we will have <laughs> European appliances in this kitchen. We already have a Bosch dishwasher, and I'm telling you, we do love that. When I'm t- we we bought a new refrigerator and we have a stove, they are um, we American got them both brands, five years ago. I'm telling you, yes. Each appliance in this kitchen, since we have been married, has been replaced twice. Well, the dishwasher Each, has. Well, the dishwasher, the refrigerator, and we're on the second well, this will be, stove. This will be our second second refrigerator, too. Yeah. Yes. And okay. this stove, so. the stove I have, the Aqualift um, self-cleaning oven is really aqua piece of shit. Yes. Anyway, I was just, while you were taking care of the refrigerator, because we didn't have... Didn't have um, models that we wanted available and on display, and we needed a refrigerator, so we got what we got. You yeah. take it from there. Okay, so I looked at the one that they had. Here's the thing. Our kitchen is very small. We have a very limited space that you can put a refrigerator in, so it would have to fit based on measurements that I took that... Well, clearly, I took the wrong measurements because I was no, off by a quarter of an inch. The, it's a... It's a it's a small kitchen, but it's a decent sized kitchen. I do fine with it. But it was this this building was built in the nineteen fifties. Nineteen fifty two. So irregular um, designs were considered um, acceptable, but it's, yeah, it, back it, then it wasn't a big this deal. Building, small. And you walk in a home and you see the different bump outs and the in the uh, it's definitely it's definitely nineteen fifty five. Yes, I'm just saying that. Like, for example, in these kitchens, if you look at the original kitchens, because some there are some condos that still have the original kitchens, everything is all on one side of the refri- on the in the kitchen, and the other wall is completely blank. There's, like, nothing on that wall. And, but the kitchens are only, like, maybe at the widest six feet wide or seven yeah. feet wide at the most. So you can't fit cabinets on both sides or appliances on both sides and still have a working area in the middle. Anyway, the point is... The refrigerator that I chose was about a quarter of an inch too wide. So when they, because they just delivered it today, by the way. No, wait, wait, wait. What? How can anything be too wide? I know. I know. You never, who cares? It was, the wider it is, the better it is, right? Anyway. I'm just saying. So um, the countertop sticks over the cabinets. By like, I'm gonna say you say two inches, but it's more like, like three fourths of an inch. No, no, no. That that uh, that um, overhang. I know. Overhang is is not, it's more. It's about an inch and a half or an inch and three quarters. I measured it. Okay. Well, anyway, it's about an, a quarter of an inch too much. The refrigerator would not fit in the space that we have. Well, but for the odd bump out in the wall. Yeah, we have 50, a weird angle wall. It would fit perfectly. Correct. That is true. Which is why we're stuck. We can't. With it. Because the wall is angled, you can't turn the refrigerator enough to get it into that and space. We, we, it really would fit, but... And we're stuck with a top mount. Yes, we have to have a top mount refrigerator because it's so close to the wall that you can't 
open the door and get the vegetable drawers open. So the free like so the freezer is a top. <laughs> the freezer is at the top. And wide. You know, because all those refrigerators that have the freezer on the bottom, they're drawers. And because of the angle on the wall, the drawer would hit the wall and we'd never be able to, to take anything out of the freezer. I will say this new one is a cave. It is as much... I, I don't know why. It seems like it's much bigger. But top... Let's face it. The top mounts are always bigger. Well, we also do not have a, an ice maker in there either. So, anyway. Okay, I'm sure so. listeners are... are uh, snickering at my lewd comments. At your um, sexual innuendos. I'm not saying sexual, but let's face it. <laughs> yeah. Top mountain, because my parents bought, I've said this before, my mother raised a family of you know, three kids and, and a husband and whatever with, like your mom. Are I'm you just, saying that your parents are all both tops? Yes. No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, in a, in a previous show, I mentioned that my mother raised a family and we were all, um, you know, we went. We didn't live on campus in college, so we were we were living at home until we were 23, 24, with one washing machine, um, one refrigerator. The same. It was the same. The same thing. The same appliance. The same appliances. So, the lack of durability is an obvious issue yes but then so we're dealing with that and then we're dealing with the fact that our kitchen is an odd angle is designed for what was considered cool in 1955 but ridiculous in 2020 and we can't (laughs) that's a good way to describe it we can't knock down the wall because that's where we have the fuse box and those walls are really thick and plaster and it would be a big fucking panty so we keep buying new appliances for a kitchen that is outdated and there's nothing we can do to update the kitchen or make the appliances. Unless we com- we have a million dollars and we can completely tear it out and start again. But oh, we true. don't. So anyway, so now um, when, when, we, when the installers discovered that the refrigerator is not going to fit in the space that we have, my husband, of course, was, was frustrated and upset. And I just said to them, just leave it at an angle and I will fix it. So they just, you know, they put the doors on, they Stop put the angle on. They, in the name of love. You're gonna like, you're not gonna let me get through this, are you? Because you interrupted by saying, so he wants the hinge on this side. You do. We had settled this issue at the appliance door. Yes. And went back and forth and resettled it, and you brought it up again. You know why? Because they still had because. it on the order to switch the hinge. But you paid ten dollars to switch it back. No, no, I had them refund me $10 to switch it back. And they weren't supposed to switch it, but they had to take the doors off to get it in the kitchen. Yes, they did. So then that's when they weren't sure what, what where they were. But we already go. settled where the hinges went. Well, anyway. And on top of this, I had to teach class to students who didn't show up. Yeah. But I had to be there. Yeah, he was on the, the Zoom the whole time I was dealing with the refrigerator guy oh good lord anyway yes all right so anyway i decided that i can trim off a quarter of an inch (laughs) of the corian countertop next to the refrigerator because it hangs over enough that you can i can just get a saw with a finishing blade and trim that off you're saying that our countertop has a foreskin it does have a foreskin it needs to be circumcised (laughs) circumcised so I'm, I bought, I ordered a circular saw with um, 
a hundred tooth because I read I read the articles and watched the videos about how to cut Corian countertops, and you need a blade that has a very high tooth count. So I bought the the blade with a hundred tooth count, and I'm going to and it's coming tomorrow. So um, I'm going to attempt to cut it off myself. You're However, to, you are going to circumcise our countertop. Yes. With a circular saw and a specified blade, and you have experience with none of the above. Well, you're not circumcising my my penis. I can tell you that. Uh, oh, honey, yours is already circumcised. Thank you very much. My point is, is that did you just? I hope the microphone did not hear what you just did. I opened the refrigerator. You just farted. I did not. <laughs> you just oh, come on. Anyway, <laughs> you just farted. I did not. Anyway. Um, I'm going to, I think I can do it pretty well. As long as I have a straight edge um, clamp to the countertop and I can run the saw along that edge. Well, I will I say. I can take off a quarter of an inch. It does seem. And the refrigerator will slide right in there. It will slide right with in. With a little bit of lube. Sure. But it does seem colder. Already? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't really looked at it. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, it's only been running for like four hours. Three, yeah, four hours. Yeah, it's the, well, the thermometer is in there and I checked. And it's already running toward the safe zone. Oh, good. Very good. It should. We, so we paid for it. I know. Oh, my it. God. And talk about the cost of this refrigerator. Oh, let's talk about that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm answering a text. Yes. I will say I was disappointed with the cosmetics because I like... I, Oh, you I were like thinking, smooth, yeah, you were, in terms of the texture. This of the, is a textured exterior, and I wasn't really, there's no, a helicopter no, going by, I, the window's open. I don't really care for that. Holy shit, that's low. In 2020, the refrigerator that broke, um, well, we have to say, um, we're one of the few homosexuals or... Um, uh, metrosexuals who don't really, I've never really cared for stainless steel appliances unless they are really stainless steel. Yeah, like I know what you mean. In terms of a steel. smooth, you're talking about a smooth surface, right? Yes. Yeah. Because, um, well, we know friends who have them. And when my sister got married back in the 90s, she got stainless steel appliances, but it was commercial grade, like your mom did. Yeah, she did. Commercial grade uh, Viking um, commercial yes, appliances. Yes, expensive back then, but they lasted forever. They last forever. It's real, like, you have to really keep it clean and stay on top. It's really quality stuff. It's not this, you scratch you scratch no. the surface and, and you see and you see scratch And here's the thing. Whatever. My parents bought those stainless steel appliances in 1965. And Do you, you know when they were replaced? Never. 1995. They lasted 30 years. But why did your mother replace them? Because she wanted a new modern kitchen. Oh, I thought and back then in the 90s, it was white. Oh, but what did she, I thought this. I thought that's when she sold her house. No, she sold her house in like 2002. But the appliances still worked. Absolutely, the stainless yeah. steel. That's what I'm Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Anyway, so we have always been. I always thought white to me looks. Warm and cozy. Yes, and I agree. Steel, steel to me looks cold. Get out of here. We're never cooking in here. And whenever we've, you know, we've gone to um, homes where it's stainless steel, and you kind of 
press the surface, that's not really stainless steel. No, that's, it's kind of cold because it has stainless steel on the front, but cooling. black on yes. everything else. Yeah. So anyway, we are we are fans of white appliances. Yeah. And white has come back in, so you know. Oh, and they're timeless. I mean, so we're easy. We're easy in that regard. So that's that's what we have. We have white appliances, and we have this. So the new refrigerator is a General Electric GE. GE, yeah. And do you, is, and are there anything much, special about it? How much did we spend on it? Let me tell you, because I think every every prices have been gouged or are being gouged. Eighteen hundred dollars. For an ugly For a 21.9 per uh, cubic foot refrigerator. 21.1. No, 21.9. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought that was outrageously expensive, but I just charged it. It's like well, it's like getting it a new twice. MacBook Air. You know, I was going to get a new MacBook Air, but now I'm not going to. <laughs> well, but what choice do we have? We, I mean, we're, we're throwing out food. We, so, and we know we absolutely need a refrigerator. No, I agree with you. Yeah, that's what we got. I will say, though, here is my dream. Your dream? I want. I already know the. Bo- I, I've identified the Bosch stove that I want. I know you actually did have it picked out. After I filled out all the paperwork and stuff, you said, and we were leaving. You said, "Oh, come and look at this stove." That but honey, that stove was like twenty-two hundred dollars, like that. Well, then once we're done with all of this, I'm not. I'm not paying for the next well, one. You're getting I the next pay, one. I will definitely pay for it. Anyway, so that's so, that. That's that. We dealt with that all day today. <laughs> anyway, um, now then, late this afternoon, I was uh, fiddling on the computer because I was so frustrated. My blood pressure was so high. I was just trying to calm down and watch videos. Then I get a call from the general manager of our building, of our condo building. And she tells me, oh, the people who live below you say that there is a leak in the bathroom. They, we, they think one of your toilets is leaking. We need you to get a plumber to find out which toilet is leaking and fix it. And I said, well, which toilet, you know, which bathroom are they having the leak in? And she said, oh, I don't have any idea. Let me call you back. I'll get back to you. And I was like, you idiot. You know these are both two-bedroom, two-bathroom condos. And they're like, it's the same model on top of the next one. So the bathrooms would line up. So it's either in the master bathroom or it's in the guest bathroom. And I'm like, geez, lady, you, you've been working here for, has she been here a year yet? Maybe a year. Yeah, it could be the shower. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Was, she, she didn't know she, where she, it was she leaking. Didn't know. Didn't, and she couldn't tell me. And I'm like, well, how, why? I'm not going to call a plumber and say, uh, I have a leak, leak somewhere in my house. Can you find a leak in my house? I'm not going to do that because I, I can't afford that. Um, so she said, I'll get back to you. So I'm waiting for the phone for her to call back. And at this time, we've already decided we're not going to cook tonight. It's, we've been so frustrated. We're going out to dinner. So we went out to the... Um, oh, and you bought a circular saw. Well, I... Yeah, I arranged for a cabinet maker to come in case you can't do well, that. Well, just in case. We, yeah, just in case. The refrigerator is literally literally sitting... In the, it occupies uh, the left side of our kitchen. And then here we have this issue from... Some plumbing issue that we don't know where it's coming from, but we have to find a plumber to figure out where it's coming from. But I'm not going to do that. I, I, I'm not going to call a plumber until I know where they're having the leak in their condo below us. That would be kind of like a finding a needle in a haystack. And the thing is, I don't, 
I already looked and I don't see any leaks. Granted, it could be going down, you know, underneath the toilet where we can't see. Or behind tile. Like it or behind, be, right, like where, where we don't know. Old. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so I'm not going to call a plumber until she gets back to me. Go my ahead. My husband is getting text messages from a, from a, boy, a boyfriend. From, from my boyfriend. <laughs> Okay, we'll do. My boyfriend and I are trying to hook up. What? To uh, not hook up. We're trying to get together to go on a walk together. We did this once before. Well, y'all can't hook up here because I have to work online in this house. We can close the door to the bedroom. You can go to the garage. Go to the laundry room. Are you a speed queen, honey? I can't. We got some speed queens down in the basement. Can you say "pend" as in? You've used a pen to pen, pend it in, pend it in. It's what are you penning, honey? <laughs> I have to laugh. Anyway, um, okay, that's like a whole other topic. So anyway, we're not calling a plumber until we hear from our general manager exactly where the leak's coming from. Period. Done with that, but still stressful. Okay, so the boyfriend. I. Some of you know that I am... Um, a member of a retirement group that I joined a couple of years ago when I first retired, where it's a bunch of older gay men who do things during the day when their husbands are at work. They'll go to museums or have potlucks or um, you know go on, go on hikes or whatever. So at the last meeting that I had before the pandemic started, I met this guy um, at the meetup. It was a meetup group, and his name is Rob. So I met him, and we had such a we had such a fun time that day together that we went that the week after that we went out to lunch, and it was the first day of like being really um, um, aware of the pandemic and seating and masks and stuff. But we didn't that day. But there were other people out that did. But since then, we haven't been able to get together because of the pandemic and stuff. So last not last week the week was it last week? It actually was last week. Yes. Um, he and I got together. He came over here. We, we wore our masks and our gloves, and we walked around the neighborhood six feet apart, chit-chatting and stuff. So we had a little walk, catching up with each other, and now we want to have another one, So, um, but we're planning to do it tomorrow. But because of the plumbing issue, we have now put it off till next week, uh, next Tuesday. Um, hopefully, in, there'll be no rain, hopefully, and we'll leave it at that. So, well, here's what yeah. I have to say. <laughs> you go, you're a listener. I, now I just call him my boyfriend because you, well, you're like... Your listeners may know that I am um, a disciple in the church of Diana Ross. And yeah. Di- Miss Ro- the priestess Diana had a song about this exact same situation. Love is here, and now you're gone. <laughs> Honey. You turn the key. You locked your love away, away from, from me. me. We've talked about that before. Okay, um, so... No, it begins with, you close the door to your heart, and you turn the key. key. And then... You and lo- then... You locked your you love... You locked your love away, away from, from me. me. And now I have to teach class. Yeah. All right. All right, listen, so... Come on, get out. The last thing get I want to... Get out of my life. Listen. Oh, I'm sorry. The last thing I want to talk about, because you can have comments on this, was on Saturday... Proud, Pride, Proud, Pride 48 had their happy hour, and oh. then Daniel and Adam did their Dubious Intense show. Hmm. Well, my husband didn't, he was there for like the first hour, I think, 
Yeah. And and we were drinking, and then um, you went to bed, and I kept drinking, and then I kept grabbing bottles of wine. Yes, you did. Well, and just so, opening them and just drinking. Them. So let's get some context. <laughs> so we, you know, as others, our social life has now become virtual, and yeah, it, we have um, involvements in the local wine scene, and so on this particular occasion, we were finishing up wines that wines that were opened and whatever, bits and pieces. And From virtual tastings we had had three days before, two or three, three days before. Three I mean, things yeah. that were open and we just didn't finish and whatever. Yeah. So, um, at some point, I said, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm wined out. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm not drinking. I mean, we've had a couple of glasses of wine. So, I dumped what I had in my glass into your glass. Yeah. And then... And that uh, was a red another, wine. We had another leftover, and uh, we divvied that up. And said, yeah. you know what? I'm done. And this is 10 o'clock. I was going to say, by 10 o'clock, you were ready to go to well, bed. Well, little did I know that my husband, of course, we have a 300-bottle um, wine rack in the in the office, plus other... Well, because um, we had been buying all this yes, Virginia wine whatever. to support the Virginia wine. I wineries. did not know. That I grab. That you grab other bottles. Well, let's start. I just grabbed one first. Uh, and well, I drank the entire one, thing. And then another. And I opened and another bottle another. that I drank about. No, no. No, because no, it it's still over there. But this, there's this much in it. It is. You did save half the bottle of that one. But here's the thing, oh, though. Oh, my Lord. I stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning talking with all these people on the. And some of you were probably there. Well, and I'm glad you had a good time. But the thing is, from the time, from, I think, because I do remember shutting down the computer and turning off, getting off of the um, stream or whatever. But then from then, I got, I, I lost it because I got sick. You did? I, I had some, I had I had it coming out of both ends there for a little while. And and I got it on my shirt. I think I ruined a shirt. You did. Well, let's just say, I heard, so before that, I heard you, um, I went to bed early and I didn't have much to drink and we ate whatever so so you husband, were fine yeah so husband was left with all of these unfinished products <laughs> and other opportunities i just went to bed and then at quarter to three i heard um yelling and laughing and banging because i was banging i was getting too loud on the computer loud so i I was, I was awakened by um, these noises. I don't even remember who was then, still on at that time by, uh, by that point, I don't know. I'd been asleep for quite a while. Anyway, then I was awake. Then I heard um, vomiting noises. Yeah, wretches. <laughs> and then I was concerned that husband was sick. And so he was not in the bathroom. He was not in the office. He was in the living room on our... Brand new sofa and carpet with a bag, with a garbage bag, like a over his head, kitchen garbage bag, and vomit. No, it was not. Over, was it over my head? It was, your face was, was into in the bag because I didn't want to spill it. And anything. you were vomiting into it. And how did I get it on my shirt? He's probably dribbling. I told you, you are not coming to bed with that vomit on your shirt. Or your shirt. <laughs> oh, that's why I brush my teeth at three o'clock in the morning. Oh yes. Yeah. 
that was quite. But I'm glad you had a good time. And sometimes I did. But you know, here's the thing. Because here's the thing. I wasn't the only one because I listened to the um, Geeky Gay podcast with Adam, and Adam drank too much too. And he said he had a horrible hangover on Sunday. And the whole time he's saying that, I'm saying. Holy crap, I had the same thing. I was like dizzy and jittery and nauseous all day on Sunday. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, but you know, I think it's a sign of our times. And well, I shouldn't be drinking that much alcohol with my heart condition. Well, that's true. And, and uh, you're usually good about that. But um, I think I, I said today, I want to go on a pasta fast. We're, just, we're going into comfort zones and comfort areas because had a lot of nothing pasta. is comfortable. Yes, a lot of pasta. Um, but nothing is comfortable. And we don't well, have we've eaten outlets. all the comfort foods We already. don't have outlets to our usual activities. By now, by now at this point, I've, I've started running, but I've you know gotten into some tennis and um, we've socialized with our friends and whatever. We have done none of this. We've well, I'm just still walking. Indoors but. And what, but I'm just saying, I think for a lot of, for all of us, these are challenging times and we're trying to keep ourselves amused and uh, distracted from the daily litany of garbage from our leadership. We have, there's no national leadership no, on any of this. can't even talk about that. Well, but we have to because I think that's why um, psychology, as you know, is national um, well, when psyche, when Trump comes on the, the news, you put your fingers in your ears and go la 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 la. <laughs> because I know I know it's lies, and what I resent the most about the media is the treatment of Donald Trump as um, legitimate or entertainment, and the descriptors they use as aggressive or combative. What about dangerous liar? Um, these are dangerous times, and we're being led by a dangerous person. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know that we benefit from both sides do it. Democrats are being recalcitrant, um, a combative president battling Democratic opposite, whatever. I, I can't even listen to it anymore. Yeah. And when that ridiculous voice coming out of that orange bag, bag of, of shit... Um, I just, I can't listen, because we know, we can't rely on, there has been no national response to this, because... Not an organized, and like... Well, a, because he decided to dismantle that. Yeah. Um, and so we have, we're lo- we are looking for, looking to our mayors, to our county councils... To our previous to presidents. To our governors, our previous, and even presidents... Even I G, and I hated George W. Bush, and I but even really he thinks Trump's him. doing. Fuck but up. at least there's some appeal f- to unity. Yeah. Um, but we get no empathy from this um, this individual. No. And so that I think that adds to the layers of stress is that we don't feel as though we're going to get through a crisis, which is unusual. We went in World War One, Woodrow Wilson, uh, World War Two, and the Depression. Franklin Roosevelt, um, whatever George W. did with 9-11. Anyway, there's uh, there's no galvanizing um, leader to assure us we're going to get through something. We just have a narcissist who wants to have his dick sucked um, every yeah. five minutes by All anyone who wants, wants to suck it. So, or, yeah. so anyway, that's what it is. Well, all right. Well, we got to wrap this up because it's... Yes. 
over 30 minutes. But um, sorry we didn't podcast sooner. We were wrapped up with other shit, <laughs> clearly. Anyway, that's all we have for today. So thank you for listening. And if you, if you, if there's something that you would like us to talk about while the husband is still doing podcasts with me, let me know because um, we'll take topics. Anyway, that's all we have for today. So thank you for listening. And until next time, bye. bye.